It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. I'm afraid if I try something crazy, I'ma end up in love, love, love. Cause the world that we live in is crazy and it's difficult to trust, trust, trust. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling alive, alive, alive. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling alive, alive, alive. Feel what I'm saying, say. Feel what I'm saying, say. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. This is your hostess with the most Cleon One. And I'm here joined with my main man, Eddie the Commish. How's it going, brother? What's up, buddy? We keep uh, getting points. Two matches on the road. I'm excited. Uh, playoffs are on the horizon. And uh, let's get it. I'm excited to talk about it. All right. We're also joined with the Alexes are here today. Let's start with you, Alex. Alex R. Alex Ryder. What's up? I love road points. I love road points a whole lot it's it's good to see us going up it's good to be way above the line comfortably above the line as the kids say and yeah let's talk about uh goose egg draw and how it was actually incredibly entertaining alex brown the swag back at it yeah no i mean i was i was excited zero zero I kind of had a feeling like uh, about eight minutes into the match, I was like, this this just kind of has that 0-0 zero, zero feeling to it. So uh, I'll take it. said four points and the three was going to be good. We got seven. So uh, I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. <laughs> so, let, so, let, so, let, so, I, so I don't forget these today. Let's get these sponsors in. Mm, okay. Uh, we got Field Turf USA. They got cleared. MetLife. All right. So glad to have you guys back. Your guys, uh, your guys' probation has been lifted. You're back on as sponsors. Uh, Accurate Mortgage Group for all your mortgage. Leo, call him up. Uh, they're doing refinances. Rates are really low still. Rates are always dropping right now. And uh, if you need to free up some cash on your mortgage and you haven't refied in a few years, give them a call uh, at AMG Lenders on Twitter and at Loans by Leo as well. So, all right, and uh, what, what about uh, you? Go, you missed someone, ain't you? So, yeah, oh, you also, uh, who else we got? Casey Sports Bar, uh, usually recording there, although we have not been due to COVID restrictions, although the bars are open now. So, uh, but uh, you guys can go out there and probably enjoy it if you if you're vibing that nowadays. And also, Tuga Landscaping. Uh, JJ just bought a brand new truck. He's uh, moving on up in the landscaping world. So give him some business if you guys want to uh, get your lawn cut or grass trimmed. And we'll be bringing more into that maybe next week. Yeah, I was about, <laughs> I was about to say it might be sounding a little repetitive come next week, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, <laughs> about about all this grass cutting, <laughs> lawn mowing. <laughs> all right, Cleon, what's the first topic? Zero 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 in uh fr- in Frisco, Texas, FC Dallas. It was a zero zero draw, um, in a, a game which we lost, who won to a hammy and and Sebas to um stupidity. 
So, um, game reviews. How, how you guys? How are you guys feeling about about this, man? The zero zero draw ain't ain't too much to talk about in chances and things like that. But um, let's, I have let's, a oh. fact to point out. Did you guys realize this is only the second clean sheet we've had all season? Yeah, we cleaned yeah. ourselves too since uh, since the opener. Yeah, we had one yeah. in MLS back against Montreal, and then the opener. And that was it. That's I I looked back at that. I'm like. How is that possible? How have we, how have we in the regular season only had two clean sheets now? Considering how great Pedro has been playing, is he it just highly possible? Because I uh, we, up a game. we give up a goal every single game. That's why. I yeah, 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 but yeah. Sir games we normally like give up three or four goals, and he's only yeah. giving up one, or in this case, exactly. none. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Can't stop them all. Yeah, yeah, and if you look at it, we, we're after half. We're getting scored on often and sometimes we're we're actually behind we're not scoring first a lot there was a streak we were we were uh getting scored on first again um just like last year so yeah man it, our defense has been better than just two clean sheets that's for sure but like last week against Kansas City um Kyle Smith got dunked on there goes the clean sheet normal defense it would have been two clean sheets in a row so we're, defense is playing well all right game thoughts I mean, right. it was zero zero, boring. But it was uh, there was did a few it, opportunities it a, involved. Didn't you just uh, say it was I a fun DK one? Was gonna I, I said it was a good one. But, but I mean, zero zero. You know, I, I, I like I said, as soon as, as soon as kind of Huan went down, and I was like, oh man, you know, I knew, I knew it like that pretty much because I knew third game in eight days, you're probably gonna on the road. You wanted at least get a point against Poppy's old team. Uh, you're probably going to just anchor back anyways. And I knew our big chance of, of succeeding on a goal would have been on the counter. Um, we had a good opportunity when Nani opened up some space and uh, he he gave the bear a, a good opportunity there on the right side of the, the top of the box. Um, just kind of couldn't finish. I mean, other than that, it was uh, when, when Tuan went down, I figured we'll be lucky to get a draw and, we got a draw. It was gritty, and it's exactly what you want to see. You know, it's it's just grinding out results. Results that in the past may have been the one that we say, "Oh well." At the end of the year, well, what if we're down by one point? Well, now we're saying, "Well, that point may have saved saved our butts." You know, it could win us a supporter shield down the line. Who knows? Yeah, for me, for me, that game. It, we we said it last week. Once you win that, once you win that first one, you got that first one out of the two out of the way. Uh, any any points coming out of this game was was just going to be bonus for me. So um, I had no issues. It, it, it was it was a little stressful at the end trying to trying to see if they could hold on. Um, they never really felt in danger. Maybe up until the last the last few minutes of stoppage and things like that. Um, but. Uh, I mean, the game was pretty much in hand. Um, Sebas, I, I didn't even honestly. I didn't even see what happened with Sebas on that on the first the first yellow card. Did you guys? I, I didn't. Yeah, even see what I went back to look at it. He was um, the time wasting. Like, I guess he's standing he, over he, the ball. Standing over the ball. I mean, that's a ticky tack first. You know, first yellow card, especially a guy who doesn't give a lot of yellows. Um, what the second minute one was, was it in? I don't remember. They, they thought it was Kamal Miller. Before, I think. Yeah, they thought it was on Kamal Miller. I don't even think he looked. Maybe he didn't even know it was on him. Now, the second yellow, that was just – I mean, that was 
that was orange. I mean, that was blatantly, blatantly <laughs> foul. That was that was just dumb. But um, yeah, I, thought, you, I thought that one could have been a red. So yeah, 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 good, exactly. good color description. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just uh, just I mean, this is just, I don't think Mendes has had a red card in a match yet. Give him a pass. Everyone's always worried about CDMs getting fouls. That's what they're supposed to do. He should have uh, kept his cool. Obviously, that was a mistake, but it's not that that huge a deal. And overall, in the, in uh, I mean, um, not a huge deal regarding like how Mendes has played since he's been here. It's not a problem going forward. To me, it was just a one-off because it's literally the first time he's done that. Um, I think uh, the match was was kind of interesting because um, it, to me, it was like a chess chess match because you have two coaches who know each other. You got the Poppy versus Ejo over here. They 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 were they were parking it a little bit. They were trying to play in a counter and be vertical with their super fast wingers like Poppy used to do in Dallas. So they let us have the ball a lot. We had the ball 54%. We had more passes than them. We had more passes in the final third and in the middle third of the pitch. Um, But we had uh, 17 shots and seven of them were outside the box. And, um, and uh, five of those, I believe got blocked. Nani got one that was close and Nani got one that was saved, I think. And Ursus was right there on the box. So um, it it just, they let us um, take a lot of shots but they, we, we didn't have a ton of great chances. We were just a little off in the final third. I think Tasha should have passed when he shot. I think, you know, Mueller almost got to, to a, a crazy um, headed lofted pass from Nani from a ridiculous ball from Mauricio. There was just a couple interchanges yeah, that was like there. Mueller, that was like Mueller and show were right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't – I don't blame them. I mean, I think Nani hit a little hard, but, I mean, that's a hard pass to complete, you know. But there were some really nice interchanges. We were, we were still dangerous. Berea count, according to some of the, the stats, count, created five chances and Nani created three chances. Um, so we had some some decent chances potentially, but we didn't put ourselves in a in a spot to get a good shot off. We were in the area, but we didn't get really good shots off. Ursos was the only one that you could say would have been a goal. Um, and by the way, if, if Mendes did that shot, the people would have been killing him for that. I mean, not saying that it was easy, but, you know, still could have made it. Definitely uh, could have been a goal. goal that's yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it was a good save, though. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just I, didn't it feel like that would have been the goal for a 1 0 Poppy special against his former been. team? That just kind yeah. of felt from a midfielder yeah. off Panani. Yeah, yeah I mean, for but, sure. Yeah, it was, it was there, a, but he just didn't convert. Yeah, it was a good it was a good run by Urso to good kind of switch. We kind of overloaded that left and that right was wide open. Urso took that space um, nicely, and it wasn't a bad strike. I mean, it wasn't like he like flubbed it or shanked it. I mean, he hit it good. It was just a good save. It happens. Um, uh, we 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 played the ball. I mean, our defenders had the ball a lot. The the top um, most touches were basically Kyle Smith and basically. Uh, Kamal, Kamal Miller had a lot of touches for when he came in. Schlegel, Jansen had a lot of touches. Schlegel, hats off to him for, I think he had four four passes that didn't connect, and he think he had the most touches. I mean, he he's nice on the ball, man. He's one of our better center backs on the ball. He's really and, nice on the ball. And his and, uh, improvement over the year has definitely been evident in that we can actually rely on him to be in that spot considering the amount of load management we've had to do, especially Absolutely. with the injuries and the um, Antonio Carlos's absence to, mm-hmm. to we don't even know what, because he's not on the injury report. Yeah, so for sure. We've been able yeah. to rely on him. He's been able to at least somewhat anchor the line and get some passing in. So it's yeah. nice to see that at least we have depth there. Now, do we have depth in the midfield? I know we're going to talk about it, but yeah. 
That's a good point. Yeah, and um, so I, I thought it was just but with that being said, I mean, there was some good defensive plays. Uh, Schlegel saved the day a little bit. Marco Barrios got a shot off pretty late and he blocked it. And then he stuffed the dude. He was five for five for tackles. So, um, and uh, but you're right, Alex. Once Huang came out, it was just a lot of it just it felt like the, the the offense was less threatening. The attack was less threatening. It was more who could kind of catch each other and get that goal. And, and a draw was pretty much imminent at that point. Yeah. Um, how, how are you guys feeling about once we went down, once Seba's got that red and we went down to 10 men, did it surprise y'all at all at how aggressive we still were as for uh, attacking, trying to, trying to get a we goal? We were. It kind of looked it's, like it opened up some stuff. Yeah, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like they turned up. I think I actually tweeted that, um, or it's a, at least in my inbox, that outbox that it actually felt like we still had 11 on the field and that Dallas were the ones with 10 and we were just, we got a little bit of a shot of adrenaline and it just wasn't enough to get us a goal. If we would have scored a goal there at the end and gotten that poppy special shorthanded, what are people going to say? Are people going to say that we only need 10 men that we just have that that spark this year or is it just is that just a circumstance thing where we get that extra motivation to actually do something late in the game and it, and we've been symptomatic of this before I think last time I, I was on the show we were talking about um the one one draw I think it was in Nashville where we didn't look good we didn't look good and then in the last 10 minutes there was a little shot of adrenaline and it looked like we were starting to try again so is this symptomatic of something that we do at this club to try and get points right at the end i think i think that's a i think that's a result of um i think these players are just not really accepting of anything less than three points right now so it's like you love to see that yeah so i i don't i don't think they're happy with just walking out with draws or or you know things like this so it seems like they it's almost like a little bit of desperation and even though, like you, you look at you look at the standings, you look at look at the way they've been playing, and they shouldn't be playing like a team that's desperate for points. But that's the way they play, and that seems to be what type of attitude they have. It's like they, it seems like they play with this attitude of they are trying to win every single game they play, and yeah. no excuses. Whether it was ten, they had ten men, whatever. It felt it feels like they believe they should be winning every single game they play. And yeah, manifest destiny. Yeah, I think it's a testament to the to the whole character, the protagonist thing. We belong here. We could beat any club, any anybody. You know, the shield is a, is is actually attainable. It's a whole different mindset. Like before, it's like let's hang on for dear life. Now we're like, nah, we can't. Who cares if we got ten men? We could beat anybody. Isn't that crazy? I mean, how fast that happened. I mean, that, the protagonist thing, they've really, like, bought into it. If you look at sports teams, how they buy into the disrespected thing, like, they're really, really bought in. They're like, no, we're going to take it to you no matter what. So it's cool to see, man. What's the – I just said manifest destiny, and I don't think that is remotely correct or really politically great, but – It's not politically what, correct, no. what is What is the sports equivalent of that? What is the – what like you just said – Eddie, what is the we deserve a win every week? Is it this, New York Yankees syndrome? Is it New England Patriots syndrome? What do you, what yeah, do you want to? I, I think it's just yeah. I think it's just a full belief in each other, a full belief on the the roster, full belief on the coach and the system. I think everybody's just. I think that's just called total buy-in. 
They, they think that, look, if we do what we do and we do it right and we, we play clean and we play the way we know we can, nobody can stop us. You know, total buy-in. There it is. That's what yeah, it is. yeah. They just they just seem like a team that they just honestly believe that they're better than you. You know what I mean? And and we we've that's something that this team is is not this club period just has not had um, so far in its history, uh, MLS history. But uh, they they just go out every week and they just feel like whoever's lined up against them is, is not as good as them. They're not as good as them and they can't beat them. So that's the way they go out and they approach it. And um, uh, I, I love to see it personally. Yeah, me, me too. It's making me cocky. Anytime we're out there, I'm like three points. Hey, I was, like, hey I was like that before we were good. So, you know, I'm going to turn it up now. <laughs> that's true. Before we were like, I used to remember just watching Alex, you know, and be like, um, well, we're playing this team, you know. Let's see. Let's try not to embarrass ourselves. Alex, it's changed now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know uh, if you. I, I'm I'm start, trying to think of my Red Bull New York prediction here coming up. So I'm already thinking ahead, but but uh, yeah, it's nice to think that you're going to win every match, um, you know. But in the end, we can't. I like I. It's we're dealing with a lot. Seeing Huan go out was like really devastating to me. I, I'm not sure um, if we have the capability to to sustain a loss of, of that nature for a, you know, long duration of time. Um, I'm glad we've already done well, so well already this season. That's, that may end up helping us out or, um, you know, I, we could continue to just dominate. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see as the season goes on, what, uh, what team is going to be the most healthy when it matters the most, you know, because that's definitely going to play a factor. Um, it's going to be no good to, you know, I mean, winning the supporter shield would be nice, but it's not good. I, I want the star. I want the star over the badge. That's. Oh no, that's bro. I, I, I want, I want a, hey, the supporter. You remember how I said this before when we were talking about, uh, we were talking about two game weeks and I was like, never punt the first one. You never punt the first one because you don't know what's going to happen in the second. So if you got the opportunity to get three, you get the first three. Yeah, yeah, that's for how, that's sure. How feel, that's how I feel about these trophies. Mm-hmm. I honestly, if, if you guys want to know. If it's there, you take it. But if you want to know my honest opinion, I feel like we may be coming back down to earth here sooner than later just because of the fact that now our, both of our fullbacks are missing. Uh, and if we have any sort of issue with Kamal Miller or Kyle Smith, then we're in some real serious trouble. Um so I wouldn't be surprised to see us fall back down a little bit to earth off of the high that we're at, a little bit of reversion back to the mean. Um, but like I said, I'm glad that we've done so well to start off because that may end up helping us when it comes to seeding and, and the playoffs. I'd love to win the supporter shield, um, but losing Huan with a hamstring that's, you know, in the soccer, that, that's usually four to six weeks. So we'll be lucky to get him back um, by the start of the playoffs. And at this point, Moutinho, there you may not was now that Juan's down, and you're already kind of in in the playoff. Uh, you know, you're pretty much solidified the fact that you're going to be in the playoffs. You know, you may not be looking to rush Moutinho back because if you rush Moutinho back and he gets an injury, you're pretty much throwing away the supporter shield and probably the playoffs at that point too. Well, I mean, I feel like. With Matino, I mean, because Matino's injury wasn't that serious. It's not as serious. It's not, well, let's put it this way. It's not as serious as the amount of, t- amount of games he's missed since it happened. 
Uh, so I, I don't think it's a, a matter of rushing back. Like, I think they've held him back this time to be cautious. But um, I feel like they could bring him back anytime within the next game or two anyway. And it was probably yeah. what the plan was regardless. Um, I honestly don't feel I, – I honestly don't feel that way because if – as far as, like, us falling down because Juan's out, because I felt the same way when, when it happened with Matinho. And Matinho – I mean, Matinho was a beast. He, he, was, he was playing beastly, man. When he went out, I was like, oh, my God. We're going to go from Matinho to Kyle Smith or to, or to uh, uh, Kamal Miller. And they adjust just fine. They just they play differently. They adjust the tactics a little bit. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I just I, – I feel like they'll be fine. I really do. Even with – There were some out. growing pains. Yeah, sure. I think they'll, they'll – it, it won't look the same. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is goodness forbid one of them go down. I mean, you don't even yeah, but I mean anybody else on the roster. So yeah, but that's an entire season you could do that. Like, you know, be like, oh, we're playing Nani every game. He can go down any second. That's just that's just yeah, life yeah. of that's just the life of sports, man. Look at San Francisco no, 49ers. Hey, there we go. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> hey, like, I mean, you just I mean, with athletes and coaches, they just can't think that way because it's I mean, anybody could go down at any time. So I know, but I. I think Alex's point is about depth. Um, we, we see Nani be out and, and Chris Mueller and Benji step up. But if, if Kamal Miller and Kyle Smith are hurt, we, we don't actually have any more fullbacks. We're going to have to play. Yeah, I mean, and, we're gonna have and to play they're, gonna, they're bound to get hurt. I mean, in a different season, maybe not, but they're bound to – I mean, if you're down to no depth and Moutinho's going to be – if Moutinho's not back immediately, you're going to be counting on these guys to go every single match that's – literally what nine matches in the next three or four weeks it's just going to be total insanity um and then like i said it's not far-fetched to say one of those two guys are you know playing out all those minutes not far-fetched to say either one of those guys will go down if they're forced to play all of those minutes or we just are forced to totally throw off formation and you know sit them or or road do some heavy rotation to allow just to give us a shot but i think it's definitely alarming that uh, currently both fullbacks are are out. Not All right, well, medically, not medically cleared, as the Orlando City medical staff likes to put it. Well, yeah. well, taking that taking that subject, and let's just take that straight into the next. With um, our depth about to be tested, um, there will be no Sebas due to the red card. Uh, no, who won? Most likely, no Matinho. Um, what what would you like? Oh, and and Yuri, we Yuri, don't know Yuri. what's up with Yuri. We don't know if he's going to be back or not. So or and no Pedro. If, oh, and Pe- that's right, and Pedro, which we'll get into a little later. And uh, Antonio Carlos, Pedro is going to also be out. And then Car- yeah. Antonio Carlos, who knows what's going on with him? Um, but with with all this happening, what? How do you guys think we will adjust? Who you think is going to get? Whose whose time is going to go up? Um, who's going to need to be inserted into the lineup and? If there's anybody that hasn't gotten a chance, who do you want to see get a chance due to these absences? I mean, the goalkeeper one, that's pretty obvious. That's going to be Brian Rowe. But um, outside of that, what, what would you guys like? What would you guys expect to see? And what, do you guys, what, what would you guys like to see? Well, obviously, you got on the outside for Moutinho and Juan. You got Kyle, uh, uh, Kyle Smith and Kamal Miller. I mean, I'm sure you'll still see Schlegel and Janssen. Um, the big question is going to be, is Yuri good to go? You know, if Yuri's good to go, you'll see Yuri in the bear, I'm sure. Or, uh, But if not, 
who who's going to step in for Mendes if if or he, or he's not good to get good to go. Um, that's going to be the big question. I guess it would be Perea. That he he's looked pretty good all season. For me, it's no no brainer to buy him at at the time that his is up, depending on the contract or or I guess the purchase price. I guess, but uh, he's been playing really well. I think he's just going to only get better as he adapts to the league. I could see him being a real strong player uh, in his second season next season for us. So. I think he'll step in and get the minutes if Yuri's not good to go, and then you'll see Perea and the Bear in there, um, which will give us an, an attacking mindset. It's definitely gonna gonna leave a portion of that midfield a little bit open that that further deeper midfield. If if Yuri's not good to go, the Bear's gonna have to adjust. I have a I have a rather controversial take in this. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit of Jordan Bender off the bench. If we're going to get stretched this thin, I think we can easily see him be included in for selection and see him get minutes late in matches, get him at least started. We've brought everybody else in. I'm pretty sure looking at 18, the last two matches. Yeah. He's been in 18. He just really, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. He's a winger. So it's, I don't really. Well, they'd be playing. I don't, I don't sort of, he's playing centrally for OCB, though. That's he's what I'm playing, saying. He's been paying the team for OCB, sort of. Yeah, but have you seen OCB? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I mean. Oh, you muted. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say, no, Alex, you go ahead. I mean, he, he, he's definitely he's been an 18. He, he, we're we're going to be, we're this, this shallow. Um, we're going to hit our depth this uh, far. If we have five subs. Definitely possible. Yeah, I, th- I think we'll see. I think we'll see uh, uh, Desart way before we see Jordan Bender, especially well, in. We've the, already especially seen, especially in the central and defensive midfield. I don't think we're going to see Bender there at all. I would be shocked. Yeah. Desart, I could see. I see Desart get. I see Desart getting late minutes, but not. I don't see that. If, if Yuri is available, do you guys start Yuri right away? No, I would. I would. Uh, sub, I would sub. I would, he would be the. He would be the reserve. I mean, unless unless he's been practicing yeah. and he's completely full fitness, you like you would have to be one hundred percent sure because you can't you can really can't risk. Um, you got nine games left. You really don't want to risk that if he, if you're not sure he can go ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, if he needs to, then I wouldn't start. I agree. I would lean in a little. Oh yeah, look at the camera. Look at that badge. Look at a just picture a star right over that thing. So mm-hmm. for me, I'd love this. I would love the shield. Talking about the shield makes me really happy, really excited. It's nice. Oh, it's great. We get we're we're in this position. We're not talking about how we're three points ahead of the bottom the red line. We're four points from the supporter shield, blah, blah, blah. I think we're here to stay. I think as long as Poppy's here, that's gonna be the talk. So I think we should all just get used to it. Uh that was the talk for FC Dallas every year that he was there, basically. So he won one there too. Um I think that's gonna be the continuous talk around town, Orlando City and the supporter shield race. So I'm not going to necessarily get, you know, really excited about it. I'm I'm graceful for it. I'm happy for it. Um, but I think I've already realized that that's that's who we are now as a club and as a team. As long as Poppy's with us, so uh, for me, I'm focused on getting the star above the badge. And I think even Poppy's probably thinking about making sure there's a strategy to the rest of the season about how do I end up on decision day the last game of the year how do i end up with everybody healthy 
you know, there, there's some sort of strategy or to be the healthiest as possible at that point. So that way we can start our strongest 11 against Nashville on the last game of the season. Then we're ready to hit the ground running with the playoffs. Um, I think there's, there's some at this point, now that we're halfway through and the season's so short, there's only nine more games. I think that is definitely part of the strategy. Yeah, for me, for me, I agree with that, but I maybe for a little bit different reasons. I don't think like, like to me, like if they if somebody's coming off an injury, like let's say, let's say Yuri, let's say Yuri, Yuri's like, okay, I'm good to go for this game coming up. Um, I think they just ease them back in, not because like they're they're oh we're gonna like, you know, punt these next few games to to make sure Yuri doesn't get hurt. Like I don't think, I don't think. Those type of guys, like to me, those all those guys are interchangeable. Like Yuri, they play completely different. But as far as like, I don't think any of them being gone is detrimental to us. Like if if any of them went down, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, like if like if Nani went down, if Nani went down, that's a big deal. Pedro, which kind of in a way he is going down for like six weeks, that's a big deal. Um, Chris, even Mueller at this point, if, if he was to get hurt, that's a huge loss. But those and, and Mauricio, but yeah. outside of those guys, like um, Sebas, Urso, Yuri, um, even Perea, those guys are interchangeable to me. And I don't think I don't think it's worth rushing Yuri back in if he's not ready to go full 90, mm-hmm. because at the end, like it sounds bad, but it's not I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm saying all four of those guys are equally as well, all three what is that three one two three yeah three all three of those guys are equally as good as each other um yeah. to me no. um I mean, and and Perea and Perea is not Perea being the fourth he's not too much far behind honestly who's the third he's keeper far, it he's mason? not too far behind those other guys it's mason um, it's mason wait it's mason wait, wait now well i don't know i mean Clint, i think there's 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 a drop off personally, but um, I think we could still Between function. Who? who do you think the Between big drop all off? The, Between all who? the well, you can't just say there's no drop off in the midfield. I didn't say there's none. I'm saying like I mean, when it comes to us winning and losing games, those guys aren't. Then you could say the same about Moutinho Huan because we just won. We we've won. We've had a good streak going on since Moutinho's got hurt. Even yeah, though Moutinho was one of our best players, yeah, I just you know we can adapt and we can change. But at some point, you you got to have some strength. So I think we're playing more through the middle we're not we're not going really wide if i'm playing against um orlando city and, and kamal miller miguel kept talking about those dummy runs and he's creating whip for nani i just ignore him just let him go what is he gonna do and kyle smith he gets the ball he looks lost they they both offer nothing zero offensively i'm i'm surprised they even get paid attention to whatsoever um so i think somebody's gonna figure that out at some point i think we've been playing better through the middle uh, we, we have the pocket winger phenomenon thing where Mueller and Nani go inside and Perea is pulling the strings and Urso being such an offensive uh, minded, you know, box to box midfielder. I think he brings in uh, extra numbers and, and creates those kind of overloads in the middle of the pitch. And, um, but if he's out, then Mendes or Perea don't bring that offense or Yuri. So I think that's a drop off. I think Perea doesn't have the passing range, um, that the Yuri has, and I think well, that's I don't why think I just, said they're all different. They don't play yeah. the same. I'm not saying I know. I'm same, saying, but, but I'm yeah. saying their impact on the game, even mm-hmm. though it's different, it's pretty much equal. Yeah, I just I don't feel comfortable with this many backups. I mean, it's five five non-starters um, in there. At some point, it's just gotta. I don't want to be pessimistic, but like like 
Alex said, it, you know, we're kind of outperforming our personnel. It's a phenomenal job they're doing, but you can't just have such weak, at least one-sided, the fullbacks like we're having and uh, a constant rotation of center back. I mean, pulling this, yeah, pull, pulling this off. That's incredible. And I love yeah, Perea. I, I absolutely love Yeah, That's Perea a big, is a – drop-offs there. Yeah. Andres Perea is a keeper. I mean, this guy's phenomenal. We don't have a pipeline. We need to artificially fill this with loans and bringing in young people. We don't have anybody remotely in his stratosphere below him at all. That's no, he, he, he's not, he's not holding anybody back. We didn't, he didn't usurp anybody and take their spot. There was nobody there. Dessert is not on his caliber whatsoever. Um, and what I like him, but I, I want him to be play more free. I, in this, the second half, he, when he came in against Chicago, he, uh, he, um, he played at the eight role pretty much the first time all year where he's been playing like this kind of fake 10, this eight, 10 or this 10. And, and instead of uh, in Mauricio's place when he's out, and he's been fine. He's been effective, but he's just kind of clean and tidy. He doesn't take chances and push the ball forward. Mendes does that fairly often, and I think he's a guy, when you see him in person, you kind of appreciate him more than on, te- on television only. Um, so Barea, Barea can, can mimic the, the ground covering that Mendes can do because he's such a good athlete and such a big, long-strided kind of runner. But is he going to win, get the balls back, and beat, you know, win the ball back as much as 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 Mendes, I don't know, and I need him to play more free. I want him to 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 not be afraid. Don't worry about being 19 and making mistakes. This is how you grow. I mean, this guy's a stud to me, and he just needs to let loose. And I'll I'll feel better about it if I see that a little bit. But um, Perea also has me t- sort of nervous because I've seen them get pressured and kind of you know lose the ball uh, in the midfield. I would prefer if Yuri or, or Mendes yeah, but even Sebas does that more than anybody though. No, I think I look at numbers. They they think it, the perception is that. I mean, last match they thought he did a bunch. He he had his he had five uh, five uh, passes that weren't completed, and Urso had five passes that weren't completed. It just Urso gets a pass because he's aggressive and he's got that passion thing. Orlando City fans does, but he loses the ball uh, as much as Mendes sometimes. It's just Mendes does it in a more spectacular way, I guess. But Urso just kind of gets pickpocketed, or or it's just not as quick i think or so it's just not little spaces mendes gets out of them better um and yuri yuri just puts himself in good positions and can help us break through this pressure um like he did against lafc so well so i i just i don't want to see that many backups you know i want to i want to get get healthy as soon as possible man because it's just on paper you know miller uh um smith uh berea and this is just at some point you know we can't it just doesn't make sense to me to keep mowing people down. Maybe I'm underestimating the the team, but that's just the man. It's super impressive that we've done this well with all of these injuries. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Like I said, I'm with you on the fullbacks on the fullbacks. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. But to me, I mean, and I guess we'll see how it plays out, but to me, those midfielders, they're they're uh, unless you're talking about Mauricio, those, those guys in that central midfield, they're they're not that far apart from each other. They're completely different players, all of them, but they're not that far apart. Um, the fullbacks, yeah, I don't think they're too far apart. The fullbacks, yeah, but, there's massive drop-offs. Yeah, there's massive drop-offs. Yeah, you literally so go both, from two-way being out, both yeah. of those being out at the same time. That's scary. Exactly. We go from from Juan being an actual offensive threat and playing through him at times, right? Being vital to a vital cog to the offensive strategy to just completely ignoring that side. 
completely ignoring whiff like that. I mean, just literally, and we still pull it off. And that's why I think right now Urso is very vital because we need offense through the midfield and he brings that. Yeah. So is there anybody, um, I mean, really, I guess is not too much you can even do outside. There's just extra spaces. Me personally, I would like to see, um, cause coming down to it, we got Mauricio. Uh, what's going on at the 10? What's going on at the 10? Because now we've been using, like, Perea as, like, a, like you said, like a fake 10. <laughs> I don't even know that's a real position, but that's basically yeah, what it's ten. Nine, like nine, a faux 10. Um, yeah, basically because there's no one else to put there. Um, well, I guess no one else that Poppy must not trust yet. Um, but that leads into, like, Mauricio. I, you know he's got an injury history. I, I don't think he should be out there going 90, 90 minutes every game for the next nine. Um, I would like to see... Um, David Larea finally get at least five, 10 minutes at the end of games that we're winning. Um, and, and see, I mean, if Poppy's not playing him. I guess he's just not ready. <laughs> so maybe, I mean, Poppy seems to be pretty good when, when somebody's ready, he'll put him in. I mean, Perea's 19. Marea's was 19. DK is a teenager yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he's not terrified of putting in kids and he did the same thing at FC Dallas. So maybe I'm just expecting Lorea to maybe I'm thinking he's further ahead than he is. I don't know. Um, but maybe. personally, I would like I would like to see with all those extra you know game day spots opening up. I would like to see him in the 18 and getting some mop up minutes here and there. And um, mm-hmm. because Mauricio, I, I just if we lose that guy, we're in trouble. We're in serious. Yeah. I wouldn't. You know who would be my emergency ten if I had to do it? Chris Mueller. I think he'd be fine there. If we had to, I would put Chris Mueller there and put Benji, Nani, and, you know, Tesla or DK if we had to. I like him out wide. I love the role they're using him now in that pocket winger, but but it, he, he can – he has the competency and the ability to be to be that, that 10. He's just not as good uh, defensively, I think, as Mauricio. When he loses the ball, he gets the ball back. No, none, none of them are. None of those yeah. wingers. I, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Lorea start this weekend, to be honest. I don't think. <laughs> start. Yeah. Bold. Yeah. I think I think I think I wouldn't be shocked to see like Ryder was saying Bender or or Loya, one of those two guys with all these injuries and and the fact that we need rotation. Um, I think if I think Poppy, what what it's looking like, I think Poppy trends to giving these guys, you know, more than just a seven day rotation rest when he can. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Perea uh, or, or Mauricio rather get. Uh, get the full 10 days, you know, before the Atlanta match, especially after we tied Atlanta at home the last time, you know, Poppy's going to want to get a result there. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see a heavily rotated matchup against Red Bulls I um, and in preparation for Atlanta. I, I, told, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I think obviously you're, you're limited, so it's not going to be heavily rotated in certain areas because Brian Rose is going to have to be playing probably. And that's our only option there. And Kamal Miller, Schlegel, Janssen, and uh, Kyle Smith, that's our only option there too. So, But, I mean, when it comes to the uh, Nani and Mauricio, um, I could see one of those two guys definitely not starting. And All right. We, uh, oh, go ahead, Alex. Well, and to piggyback on the amount of people, we're, we're looking – I'm looking at the roster and – as far as I can tell, we've only had two players that haven't seen minute th- 
no, four players that haven't seen minutes. Mason, uh, Jordan Bender, Michael Halliday, who is the young defender, homegrown, and um, Brian Rowe. Everybody else has seen minutes. And and it's crazy that we're able to use that many players. It may be only for a couple minutes, but at what point do we just start bringing those players in too? And, I mean – Let's be honest, we talked about it earlier. We're one or two two injuries at defense away from Michael Happy Day having to come off the bench. I know I'm butchering that name. He's not but even on the bench. He's at OCB. Yeah. No, I don't think he's ever been up with us. Look, yeah, look, I don't want to I don't want to see that kid in on, on the first Absolutely team unless not. everybody's on a holiday. Like, hey, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put Benji back there, bro. Yeah. I'll put Benji back there before I do that. Mm-hmm. No offense, but he's he's not ready. Yeah, the um the, the so right now, guys. So if Schlegel continues, does everybody feel comfortable with with Schlegel and Jansen right now? Because I mean, yeah, Carlos is yeah. out too. Is everybody? Yeah, how does everybody feel so. about Rowe if 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 Gales is out for? Front uh, row. I, <laughs> I hope he's not getting going out there and getting chipped on his first game. Oof. Yeah, you know well, the good news is, in the goal. There you go. You know the good news is that the Red Bulls have scored four goals. Leon, do you mean do you mean chip from ten yards or from seventy yards? Hey, we we've seen him chip <laughs> too we've soon. Seen, we've seen Brian Rowe just last season get chipped from get chipped from twenty yards from midfield from wait from wherever, bro. From all the just, way to the left hand side. Yeah, we yeah, see yeah. him. Yeah, I think even the right straight. hand side. That was still my favorite Alex Brown moment of all time on Twitter. He said you have to some some lady responded uh, defending Brian Rowe on the the chip against two us at the revolution, right? Or somebody Montreal or the revolution. I yeah, think, somebody, yeah. some guy on the left just like chipped him from like, you know, outside the the, the box, like way left by like the corner flag. Uh, slight exaggeration. Right in and front then of the he, wall. He, yeah, yeah, he and he, Brian Rowe came out like super far, and then some lady responded, and Alex was like, "You must be his mother or his, or his wife, because <laughs> only no, someone it, loves him." Only had to be like his wife or something, yeah, bro. Yeah, it had to. Be, yeah, he it said was, only I someone who who loves him. And, yeah, only someone who loves Brian Rowe will defend that. It turns out it was his wife. <laughs> it was the truth, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be supportive of Brian Rowe just because Poppy has made every single player better on this squad except for one. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Go with the 98% success rate. Um, and I'm going to assume Pedro has even made has even made Brian Rowe better too. You know, I'm sure uh, anytime you get a better guy comes in and takes your spot, that, that's going to encourage you as a competitor to, to get better. So um, yeah. just coming in, Brian Rowe is going to want to keep his spot. Hopefully he performs well under pressure, um, communicates well with the guys in the back. Yeah. And, you know, I, I – I, I'm hopeful for Brian Rowe. I think I think he'll be better than he was uh, last year, and and yeah. I don't think he was miserable last year. Except he right. did pick out times to be miserable. But yeah. um, that man calls just, at least four games last year. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys that just has outliers. You know, he's just got like, and 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 they're not good outliers. He doesn't have yeah. very many good outliers. You know, he's yeah. like uh, one of those Five players. It's like Carlos Rivas. He's just known for something that's really bad. Brian Rowe's known to get chipped. <laughs> From far away, and you Rivas known to put it in the in the space. You know, it's just, yeah. all right. But, let me uh, let me get those let me get those studs and duds before we move on. Sure, Schlegel is my stud uh, for sure. I was impressed with how he played, and I guess my dud would be. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the way we played. Sebas Sebas had a red, so yeah, that that's what I was going to say. Definitely an easy dud there. 
He got kicked out of the game. <laughs> yeah, I, my studs is the the back line, the and Pedro Galese. People, um, he made that save at the beginning against a mosquito, um, mosquera, and uh, he was point blank again. If we go down a goal like that, like last year, it's a whole different kind of game. They're already bunkering. Imagine throw up a goal; they're going to bunker even more. And um, so that that was one of those where, where last year we're talking about Roe losing us points. Um, this is another example of Galese getting us points. Um, so Galese and the entire back line because. Um, they didn't let a lot of shots go through, but that one, I think, maybe one more. And Schlegel, um, five for five tackles, great on the ball, um, possibly game-winning save or block. And um, Jansen was solid. And Kyle, playing two positions, did did well. And, and Kamal came in at a weird time and, and did it did his job. And uh, so back line, Duds, I guess Mendes, I mean, because he got a red, but I thought he was doing okay otherwise. Alex? Um, for me, uh, Pedro Galese definitely had a solid game getting his uh, second clean sheet, as we talked about earlier. Schlegel had a good game, and I just liked – I know we didn't get any any good chances, but Musio had a solid game getting getting some pressure on the goal. So I liked him. Obviously, the dud was Mendez. Um, and that's really it. I, it was one of those games where it was pretty clear that both teams weren't going to put in too much to risk getting a goal or going down a goal, whereas we almost at the end got it. But, yeah, those are my studs and duds. All right, yeah, mine, mine are the same, so I'll make that quick. Schlegel, stud. Uh, Seba's dud for getting kicked out. All right, um, so – Eight-game unbeaten streak, which is a uh, new record for us. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, hey, y'all the one – hey, y'all put it up here, not me. I put I put question mark, like, are we going to talk about it? We jinxed – oh, man, Cleon, talk about Juju. What do you mean? You put it, you're the one that put it here. I put – oh, but we talked about it. We said we shouldn't mention it. I was typing like it. Like a no-hitter. Up there. Yeah, but then, then I, I took it off. I mean, I, should, I didn't know how to – I can't delete that. All right. Well, here well, it is. Guys. Everybody's already said it was seven game unbeaten streak. Now it was eight. Well, first it was yeah. six, then it was seven. Now it's eight. Yeah. It's probably going to be zero after Saturday. Right, now. So now, now, that jinxed, now that it's jinxed, then we're going to lose no, the game. Um, <laughs> what What were these odds of us continue this streak? How, how far did you think it could go looking at the schedule? Um, mm-hmm. How far do you think we can carry it? Do you think it's over this next game, or do you think you got another three, four Oof. left in us? I don't care. I I don't care about the unbeaten streak. Like I said, I think we've won. We've lost three times. Uh, we've lost three times in, in 18 matches under Poppy. Um, so that's, we've had. It's also called the opposite of James O'Connor. It's like we've had <laughs> we've had more than a few unbeaten streaks already this year. Um, so for me not really that into that i think it's cool it's nice but once again it's only one of those things that teams that have sucked talk about that's it if you're if you're a really good team if you're well, used I'm to pretty, this type i'm of pretty stuff, sure we fit that description we have been horrible but now we're back you're we're, we're not even back no, we're alex, here alex, we're, we're alex, better than ever hey so alex not, alex gets a little taste of success in like 16 games and now he's like 
king of the king of the whole MLS. Man, I trust Poppy. The culture has changed. And, and part of the culture is believing you're going to win every game. Part of the culture is not caring about eight match win, unbeaten streaks. That's part of the culture. And, and as fans, we should adapt to the culture too. If, if no, we, we should not. Guy, fans, no, you yeah, should not. Man. Clea, you were weren't you talking about you being cocky before we were good? What are you talking about? Yes. The culture, the culture yeah. caught up to you. No, 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 no. There's a difference in between. No, you know what cock, cocky is when you beat somebody down, then you celebrate it every single time. So cocky, cocky. What, what Alex is here saying is uh, don't don't care about it. He's saying don't care about the winning. Alex is over here wearing loafers and no socks. Let him go. Right, man. right now, Alex. Right oh, now, man. Alex is I'm one of those guys. Expect- when a guy scores a touchdown, he says, "Oh, just go and walk it. Just go and walk it and hand it to the ref and act nah, like." Nah, man. Did. I'm telling you, no, no, no. I expect the unbeaten streak to go to 17 games. I expect okay. the unbeaten gonna, streak and I'm gonna to be spike, forever. I'm gonna spike it in his face when I when we win the ninth, when we win the tenth, when we win the eleventh every week. Well, no, fans, right no fans. I just. Not, why are you gonna spike it? Am I on mute? No, you gonna, no. I just told you. <laughs> I just told you. I expect us to extend it to seventeen game on unbeaten streak. Yeah, but then no, you're also I, saying don't hear about it. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm saying I'm, I'm just. It's just not something for me to highlight because one, you're, it's only negative. You can jinx it, and two, it's like I expect it. So I expect us to win or tie every game. I expect a result in every match, and when we don't get a result, I'll be disappointed. You know, it'll be. It, I'm sure there'll be. It'll be some sort of, of, you know, occurrence. Somebody played bad. Some Something happened. You know, the ref screwed us something. But I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, well, we won eight games in a row. We deserve to the, – the numbers were there. We were going to lose. No, because I expect to win every match or, or at least oh, – I got you. Well, I, I, I get Alex's Cause, point. Because all, all, all point. it is is when you talk about on un- being streak, is, it's just kind of like – it's you're just planting the seed, aren't you, for when you lose yeah. later to be like, oh, but we just had eight beaten, unbeaten. Right. So like not only are you saying like, oh, we're doing really good, but you're also playing the seed to say it's okay to lose one. Like we've won eight eight in a row. I get what Alex is saying. He expects he expects wins. Right. Regardless. So the streak isn't as big a deal. And uh, the beat reporters have said that the team doesn't care about the streak. They're like, whatever. They expect to win every every single match. That being said, I'm going to answer your question, uh, Cleon. I think we get we get our streak to 11, which is, you know, uh, New York Red Bulls, Revolution and Atlanta. And then Columbus, you know, the, we'll see what happens there. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you guys remember yeah. when the rest of the schedule came out and I posted that screenshot with all of my predictions for the rest of the season? Yep. Yeah, you didn't have an L in sight. I had one L and it was, it was against, against KC, right? Or Dallas. It, it was against KC and then that was it. I think we have maybe f- four more true tests unless we have more injuries than we already have, which I don't think we do. I think this is it. We're going to get healthy. We're going we're gonna to get, like it was said earlier, we're going to get as healthy as we can for um, decision day, and we're going to go into decision day nearly full strength. Uh, the four remaining matches that concerned me on that schedule was the upcoming match, just because New York Red Bulls is still a somewhat strong side. Um, obviously, we we have to circle October 11th. That's going to be a big match. That'll be a test for us. Um, New York Red Bulls away, um, and that's 
really it. Everybody else is teams we've, we've either beaten badly or teams that just don't have it this season. We got a, we got pretty lucky in that we might very well have see, received a very easy schedule. I'm not saying that's going to be the only reason we can do an unbeaten streak to the end of the season, which I, at this point, it's 2020. Anything is possible. It's very possible we could do this and just make the run and we're sitting pretty, we could be sitting pretty at home versus Nashville on decision day. So don't, don't rule it out, boys. Don't rule it out. This could be our time. Yeah. And um, I wanted to, I like it, man. I'm optimistic. And I wanted to talk about it. You know, if you mentioned it, Cleon, the, the reason we were talking about Roe, and I know most of the people who are listening know, um, is that Pedro Galese got caught up by the Peruvian national team. And FIFA is trying to push MLS clubs to release the players. And uh, Orlando hasn't been clear yet what they're going to do, but it still seems to be in limbo, whether or not Gallese goes. And if Gallese goes, how many games is he going to miss, Cleon? Um, I think he's supposed to miss. Basically, with the quarantine, they'll miss like at least six. Yeah, starting this week, right? Basically gone. Well, I think think it would start this week. So he would basically be gone almost to the end of the season. I'm going to be hawking those training pitchers, man. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at those. I'm going to be looking at those training pitchers. See if Gales is around. But you know they're secretive. No, it ain't gonna matter. We'll find out come match day, and you see Brian rowing that goal. <laughs> yeah, for fair <laughs> enough. Now, one thing I want to talk about too, guys. What do you think about Tesho starting two in a row? Just rotation, or do you, is it Tesho's job because no, he was banged up and it goes back to DK or what? I think if if Tesho starts this next game, then it wasn't rotation. Right now, I'm talking it up to rotation. Um, but if Tesho starts his next one as well, it, I don't think it was rotation. I think he's just giving them the spot back. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Alex got disconnected, so it's us three right I was, now. Okay? I was just thinking. I was there looking. I was like, why well, do I only see one Alex? There can only be one Alex. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Fought to the death, I guess. I guess he lost. <laughs> Long live the king. <laughs> so what do we got for the Red Bulls, guys? We got a match um, so Saturday. Red Bulls, Red, Bulls, uh, Red Bulls preview predictions. At a stupid time, 4.30 Eastern. What is this, a late Sunday football game? Yeah, right. This is like this is perfect for like the British fans, the English fans. Um, I, I think I think we could win. I think we could win, but it, it's going to be uh, we have to be clean in the midfield. Um, and Red Bulls are, are playing this like four four two empty bucket all season, even with the new coach, right? Um, but they've scored four straight in the last uh, two matches. They um, they they do turn the ball over, and uh, but they they do kind of attack through the middle. It's weird how. I mean, they have two strikers, but the midfielders kind of come up and those, those um, you know, left and right midfielders as well, or I guess wingers, they, it, it could create kind of a bit of an overload and they could really kind of catch you. So, um, and they, they've been holding possession a little better lately too. And they'll, they'll kind of go from the midfield. They'll, they'll try to press you and steal the ball and then they'll boom, they'll just kind of go and, and send a long ball or a through ball and then they'll, they'll score pretty quickly. So that's we we gotta we gotta be clean in the midfield. If it's Perea Urso, um, then 
if it's Barrea Urso, then we have to just uh, um, we got to make sure we're clean and quick in the midfield. Nani's played ninety minutes three games in a row. I would like to see Nani, maybe, you know, hang in there for another one. Maybe sit the Atlanta match, and because uh, we're going to need him. But I think I think we could win. I think this is going to. We have to score more than more than two goals. I think because um, Red Bulls can score. I think this is going to be three to two. Orlando. They haven't scored. They haven't scored very well this season. They're they're barely. But they're on the streak right now. Game. No, but they yeah, scored four the last two. Been doing the last few matches, but. Overall, for the season, they're scoring a little more in the goal a game, and but they're def- defensively they're as good as us. Like they've yeah, they've only given up, they've only allowed, uh, I believe, sixteen. They've scored seventeen goals and gave up sixteen in in uh, fourteen matches. Yeah, so, I mean, they they haven't given up more than two goals in geez, like since the MLS is back or whatever. I don't even know. Yeah, since they the opener. Yeah, it's just one defense, goal or nothing. Their defense has been like ours, but. We yeah. score like twice as much as they do. But they've scored four goals oh, the last two two matches. They got a new coach. Then you know, who knows? It's just sometimes they get a new coach bounce or he lets them play a little bit more free. But that's four yeah. and a, four to one back to back, slapping people around. So it was, it was it was raggedy Miami though. Yeah, and Montreal got a red card, I believe. Speaking of game. speaking of Miami. Yeah. What what's up with uh y'all y'all seen how how you think they were looking with a nine million dollar man? Iguain sending, yeah, Iguain sending bricks. <laughs> yeah, man, he sent that that PK to Miami or wherever they were. Man, that was terrible. City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ale- Alex, what do you got? Alex Brown, what do you got for the Red Bulls? What's your prediction? Uh, I expect to win or tie every match. I think at best we get a draw in this match, guys. At best? Um, at best, yeah. Yeah, I just for some reason it just feels like a tough matchup to me. Um, I, I would like a three-two victory. I do think the Red Bull are going to score at least two goals, um, and I don't think Mauricio or Nani, one of those guys, will start or maybe even play the entire match because considering the next two matches are at home, um, if they do, I could see us getting a dub. If they don't, I hope we get a draw. I'm going to go with 2-2 uh, draw at home. And the streak continues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised now that Cleon even had a whole segment about CS lose, but um, but I'm going to say 2-2. Gotcha. What do you got, Alex? I got uh, 2-1. We're going to win it home uh it's not gonna be easy the defense is gonna give us some heart attacks midfield's gonna depend entirely on who we manage to form around what i think is a strong forward what's gonna be a strong forward lineup um and yeah we take this one two to one and keep keep this thing going get those three points and keep shooting up the standings to chase that chase that shield all right, I'm me. I'm gonna go with uh, since we are losing Juan and we're starting Kamal and Kyle Smith. If nothing else, I expect us to at least be good defensively, um, and they should be sitting back there. So Red Bulls haven't been that good at scoring this season, so I'm gonna go one to nothing Orlando. Well, Poppy special. Poppy special. Just ignoring recent history, huh? You're like that's not a trend. Two games with four goals. You're not. You're not. You're not buying in it, Kalina. Miami. Miami's aberration. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Can, can I just say there's another significant event happening uh, this weekend for us? Toronto, Philly in Toronto. So pray to whoever you pray to for a draw. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'll take a draw. Wherever yeah. Toronto's playing now. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, a draw would be great. It'd be great. Yeah. We pick up three points and we, we could pick up two on Philly and Toronto. That'll be fantastic. We yeah, would that, we would all give us a three way tie for what twenty nine points? Yes. Yeah. Oof. And we got a couple tiebreakers on them. Um, what do you so. what do you got? What do you got, Eddie? Oh, I already said it. Three two. Oh, you started off. What am I? That's right. Yeah, man. That's that's how memorable it was. G <laughs> <laughs> three three to two. Um yeah, I, one Alex Brown dinners, bro. If you know yeah, yeah. Mean. There you go. Um I think you know, Brian Rowe gets chipped by Kaku for a goal. <laughs> and uh Kaku's gone. Oh, that's right, Kaku's gone. There you, that's that's how that's he how far I didn't even know that. That's how far the chip's gonna be from. It's gonna feel like it's from Kaku. Yeah, he went from a long time ago, didn't he? I forgot, yeah. I forgot all about it. It's been so long. Where where did he he got called up? No, he's going to Paraguay. He scored yeah, the other he's, day. He's in he's getting called up to Paraguay. He was, oh, he got, oh, he got called, he up. Was okay. called up. I thought they you meant he was like transferred. Him. Yeah, yeah. I no. thought he was called up because he just scored the last match. Yeah, um, no, he's trying to get. They're too. trying to. Uh, that was. They were trying to keep him. I think that was the main player of the whole ordeal. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So three, three to two, but it'll be an exciting match at four thirty in the afternoon. Don't be late, fellas. Yeah, I'll. I'll actually show. I think I'll show up this time. But I don't know if I should. Should I? I haven't showed up the last two. That's a, down a two game uh, winning streak. The last game I did show up to. I don't think they won. I think it was a. Did, did they win that one, Alex? You, the you last game the, I went to, I went to in person, was with you, uh, Alex Ryder. We didn't win that game, did we? It was a draw, right? No, we drew. Draw. That was drew against ball. Atlanta. Atlanta. And I think remember, I leaned over to you and said, "Hmm, dilemmas. Should I go? Mm, we should book a poll. Should Cleon go or not? Yeah, I'll, I'll, we. You know what? We, that's what we'll do. We'll okay. we'll make it. We'll put a poll up." All right. For the record, let the people Leon decide. Doesn't go, we'll we'll let the people decide. Then, if they decide against, the if they decide against me going, since we are on a, a two-game winning streak without me in attendance, yeah. And the previous two games I went to, they were both draws, and, um, and draws and games we should have won. Yeah, and Cleon Leon went to all the go, games. We'll be giving away two yeah. tickets. I did. I yeah, also so, went to the Nashville game though. So that's true. Wait, and Cleon's been to all the games in the past, and we sucked. So. You know, really, you should not want Cleon to go to this. And if you want, to, <laughs> if you want tickets, we will be giving away the two tickets that Cleon. Yeah, we'll, we'll give away. If, we'll if give Cleon away loses the poll, yes. If Cleon loses the poll, <laughs> all right, guys, cool. All right, anything else? No, you're all about at one percent battery. Okay, we're all set. I think we're good. You guys are all clowns. I love you guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's the, that's the word of the night. Yeah. No poppy, no party, no nothing. Good. Yeah. No, poppy, no party. Poppy no legend, party. baby. Poppy legend. Yeah, man. We're we're rolling out this B team and still laying it on people, man. What a man. Hey, Play it on come on, Miller. I trust, man. You guys are talking trash. I expect an assist from maybe two from either one of the fullbacks. Watch Kamal. Oh. Watch him. Kamal almost, dude, Kamal almost had some ankles broken. I'm going to get cut off with my thing. But Kamal had some ankles broken and had the game winning goal. I thought he was going to do it. He had a little crossover. He was, he was looking kicked nice. Up by the back heel, man. I thought yeah. he was going to put it in. I thought I was going to be a Kamal Miller fan for life there. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm expecting him. I think, I think, uh, he, he delivers some good place balls into the middle of the box on the ground. 
yeah, I think Poppy might work that into the 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 uh, the game plan a little bit. Yeah. Make a whole game plan around. Come there on, he goes. Though. Yep, and that okay. was it. Yep, he, he, he dropped the mic because the mic, the battery died. So do uh, Kamal, Kamal Miller uh, long passes into the midfield to break those line breakers from Kamal Miller. He's right. Kamal Miller does those. I like, hey, Kamal ain't short of confidence. He goes out there, try to work people. Just don't lose the ball. We're good. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. No you, poppy, we'll, no see, we'll see y'all next week. No poppy, no party. As my man Eddie likes to say, mm-hmm. get off my DK. <laughs> See you guys. It's all about the Benjamins. We're out. I'm afraid if I try something crazy, I'm going to end up in love, love, love. Cause the world that we live in is crazy and it's difficult to trust, trust, trust. I'm feeling alive.